getting real sexy on a fucking Monday. Hey, real flowy, real flowy. This is like loose arms, spaghetti arms. This is when you see the like the fucking YouTube videos and it's just purple backgrounds and a motherfucker driving in like a fucking Datsun. You're like, yeah. You'd be like, where the fuck? Like, what music do they listen to for this drive to hit like this? And then they this is shit to be in the car. Wait, thinking for the time period, what car would it be like? I want to say Daewoo or some shit like that. But now, what what type of vehicle would it be like? Listen to this. I feel like it would be all of like my status. I feel like it would be the cars that are now drift cars, but like you drove them for what they were when they first made hit. Okay, just like you just, just regular nice angular shaped vehicles yeah. at the time. Yep, the, the so-called as we call them today. Uh, well, I was gonna say as we call them. it's not what we call them, but not appropriately turned, but rice rockets. Yeah. Think about how much like shit motherfuckers like are missing out on as far as like just I was gonna say fuckable tracks, but also un you know whatever you want to do with them tracks. It's groovy, like, like like the world makes music. Like songs like this would be like damn nigga, like you'd be like yo, it's like what is Beyonce doing? And then somebody somewhere is like, hey, you know there's like motherfuckers who you like haven't heard of ever that make a gajillion dollars. There's like, a Korean Beyonce. There's a Japanese Beyonce. There's an Indian Beyonce. There's a whatever. Like for every region, they have stars, and we just be like, nah, rap, nigga. I went to uh, I went to go eat at um. Well, fuck them niggas, they're not paying us. But it was a cool restaurant. I just really like, fuck those guys. <laughs> I like your food, but like, yeah, fuck you. It was decent, anyway. but uh, cut the check. Yeah, fuck them, because they're making a lot of money. <laughs> but they were playing, Um, it was, uh, technically like it's a Mexican restaurant, but they put like a lot of fusion shit, because mm-hmm. you can't have a restaurant that's cool unless it's doing some fusion. And then I was like looking, and on the back, you know, they're playing all the videos. And like, it dawned on me like, the other day, I was like, you know what? Like, in their country, they're like the shit, but like, no, but how you don't realize unless you're in the culture is like the mariachi niggas are fucking superstars. Like I they're not, you. they're not fucking. Oh, hey, those are the guys that play like you know, play the horns. Like no, nigga, that motherfucker, those motherfuckers are super stars in the fucking outfits and the big fuck you. Them niggas a clear room. Like I, yo, NBA young boy, fuck that nigga. We're clearing the entire. If if I'm if I have a venue and it's between like. In my mind, this is how I think it works. Like if you're trying to just get to the bag, if it's like, yo, fucking uh, little baby's coming, I'm like, I could probably make like millions. If they say, insert popping mariachi, like, get the, f- everybody, get these niggas out of here. Them fucking clear out a whole section for the horns. Just sit them next, and I don't want anybody next to them. We got live, fuck yeah. Clear this shit out. Everybody bring your fucking cowboy boots. Bring and everything. fuck yeah. It's a better vibe, too. Like, if you think about a young boy concert versus whatever, <laughs> it's going to be a way better vibe. Anything's better than a young boy vibe. I'm just sorry. Like, young boy has a lot of fans, but that's just like violence and aggression for an hour straight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like not- get him back in blood is cool, but I'm like, I can't get him back in blood for fucking two for, hours. For 60 minutes that's a lot. straight? Like, you came out with no shirt on. Like, you was yeah. aggressive from the entrance. Like, I know. Where do we want something happy, something positive. Like, you go to concerts for other countries where they're pop stars or whatever type of music they listen to are performing. They they out there getting it's ass. <laughs> it's ass out there. <laughs> Sometimes with their kids, it don't even matter. It's just ass out there. It's like ass that you may not have even expected. Like, we don't ex- we think, like, going to a rap show or, like, What's the shit? What the fucking shit with Omarion in it? Um, the, oh, the, uh, the 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 fucking whatever tour. The, I'm trying to relive my high school years. <laughs> that shit. You go to that shit and you're like, oh, it's gotta be for no, no. You go to fucking Art LeBeau concert. It's gonna be yes, yeah, it's, it's ass, yeah, it's ass there, and it's well, artists that you may show. not even really know about, but it's 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 yams. You talking about Thanksgiving on Thursday? No, it's it's yams every time. I Extra do think syrup. I do think that is like because I'm not opposed to like you going to any whatever, but it'd be just like what's the goal of going? Like if you're going to just like you know turn it the fuck up, then you know maybe like NBA Young Boys or shit. But I feel like you know if it's like yeah, if you know because. I remember, you know, college me. I'm a refined man, you know. 
used to go out and just be like, I remember like when we went out and realized, like I think we like ran up or like fucked around and just fell off in a lounge one time. And I was like, holy shit, this is where you come to fuck. Why the fuck am I spending my weekends going to clubs, listening to you niggas yell at each other and bump into shit and sock niggas and all the pussy that ran out the room. But here in this fucking Weird place smells like cigars and shit, and it's just cigars and velvet couches. Mm, yeah, man, it just every it just feels like what whiskey commercials are supposed to like. Like, yeah, it's like oh shit, it's like a Dos Keys commercial. Yeah, it's where like yeah, where um, where fucking uh Queen and Slim was dancing while they was on the run, just Absolutely. fucking sweaty mess. Oh, you talking about old school juke joints? Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't went down this road before the old school yeah, juke joints south. It's not just sweaty. But even out here, just depending, like, just what is your, like, if you like, hey, I want to go out and, like, like, this is when, you know, you get all, like, it's like, you know, you niggas really loud in here. Like, I would like to go somewhere and I actually, like, I had a relaxed night. Like, my anxiety wasn't up. I wasn't fucking. Or even if you do get a little wild, like, it's not an aggressive, angry wild. It's not. It's more so, like, everybody's festive and enjoying one each other. Like just go to certain places like go if you want to relax like go dancing go go find like some restaurant that has bachata like go to fucking steven steakhouse or some shit like go there kick it and just like dance to some shit that you probably never danced before they still gonna embrace you everybody's on the dance floor like actually eating and actually dancing like it's not like standing on the wall taking pictures and being cute like it's it's actual y'all environment angry. y'all angry all the time you know one time at some point in life I don't know. Doesn't have to be tonight. Uh, we have to have a conversation as a community. I just feel like I'm not going to single out Baton Rouge. We just got to have a conversation about the South and just like it'd be just a certain core group of niggas. Like I just thought of them like Kevin, and we think about Boosie, Young Boy. I'm like, damn, y'all just be really mad like a lot. I ain't never cried, gun in my eye. Like, damn, nigga, this is the fourth album. You don't want to go sit down somewhere? Like, it ain't getting, it ain't no pussy being had. It after with this song, like every song we fight, like I don't want to go to this concert. Like this is no, and that's the weird part. This this is what condones it because they'll still the, the said vagina still gonna come. Yeah, but see, because they kind like of, the aggressive shit too, depending it, on what it, region you in. This depends what kind of pussy it is. Because Kevin now, Kevin will start saying some shit where I'm like, okay, he's just being really vulnerable, but I can work with that. Right? Because Kevin will really spend twelve bars on like how he licked his wife's ass. I can work with that. I can, yeah, no, we can, I can work with that. I can, we, honestly. yeah, I can maneuver in this space. Okay. We was crying for the first two or three songs. We was shooting niggas, but now you're in the pocket. Now we doing some just real, you always growl when you fuck, fuck it, man. I can work with that. We cool. Some of these niggas, I was like, Hey man, like shit. And I don't got, I don't got no more out front the house. I can't, I can only do this so many times <laughs> at the fucking you know, like not getting action, not getting like really, really dressed to go to a club to do that for two hours, and you are gonna sweat out whatever said outfit you was trying to be cute in, as and opposed to coming dressed to enjoy yourself. And then all you niggas finna go home. Well, y'all gonna get McDonald's, man. The bitches was on. You know, anybody getting numbers? Everybody hitting up a taco truck or some stand outside or something Where? that you gonna stand there get something to eat, talk about what happened. In your outfit and take random pictures because you didn't drink everything before you actually went to the club. Were we the last group to do that? Because I remember specifically it was like rules when we went. It was like bitches. Like the goal was it's fucking, you know, especially like, oh, I'm home from school. We ain't got nothing. It's Thursday. We got from Thursday to Sunday just fucking fucking it's sex outside. And niggas be like, this motherfucker. Hey, calm down. Because niggas, a whole room of women out here fuck is wrong with you you know what you make a good point and then you danced with them and they like shook their ass on you and then that was your barometer for like she looked back then like yeah i'm good looking and she was like that nigga's good looking and then y'all dance for a while then you would talk and then you would dance again after she comes and finds you know where i'm in because she wants this now now let's now i'm cracking jokes and shit and it's what you doing afterwards what we doing afterwards and now y'all fucking afterwards now, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I feel really old because if I go to the club and it's, it's seven songs, like, if it goes, and I like, I like fucking, uh, I like Maury, but we go, nigga, if I go from Quicksand to Rod Wave to fucking Back in Blood to hit me with bad situation, we crying, nigga. I ain't no, only thing wet in this fucking shit is my eyes. Like, Tear fuck. Down. 
the front of my shirt. Are you sweating? No, I'm not sweating. I'm sad. Yeah. I didn't have some liquor. I didn't had some some narcotics of some sort. And now I'm in my emotions and I'm I'm crying myself. I miss to sleep. my dogs, and it's like, well, I miss that ass that left. It's gone. You completely ruined ruined all this. No, but I think I don't think it's like a generation thing. I think it just depends on finding the groove yourself. Like not going to the stereotypical places because the club scene today, at least from what I've seen on the rare occasions that I do actually partake in some sort of large group social activity, is people just in there paying to a lot of money to look cute and take pictures. Like everybody wants to look, show how expensive they presume that they are or how expensive they would like to be or whatever lifestyle they're presenting, but it's not enjoyable when you are certain groups, you can go and like, oh, no, these type of lounges, these type of clubs, these type of nights, this is actually like, I enjoy this. Like, there's there's people out there, like, some of the dudes I went to school with, shout out to DJ LWE, shout out to DJ Prince, like, they DJ, like, R&B themed club nights, like, weekly basis, like, For the Love or other event stuff, like, they, they, they play decent music for our age group and a little bit below. We can just go and enjoy yourself and have a good time as opposed to like oh, 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 I'm worth a lot of money I'm cute look at my ass somebody pay for it. Like, I don't have time for none of that like for me I've always been to do like look at my ass I'm gonna dress up I'm gonna look nice if I do go to the club and I'm chilling like I'm not unless I'm with a group of people that I actually care about I'm just in there people watching and enjoying my time I ain't really drinking like that I've had multiple moments going to different cities and hitting the club up by myself, jewelry on and all, which is probably not the greatest idea. Not that I think about it as an adult, but you know, I mean, when I was young, young, arrogant football player, I guess I didn't give a shit. But at the time, like I've gone out and just like I just want to sit in this area and just people watch, say what's up, take a stroll through the city, get a vibe for it. I'm not really tripping off the. Not do that when I get back to campus. I know we've talked about that before, but I think that is like an under estimated thing. Like you came in here to sit like technically don't always be a stick in the mud i would say you know talking to myself right. but um like there is a thing for i just like the vibe in here like sometimes for me personally i would go to like any goddamn backyard what the fuck i might not even really participate but i enjoy i've enjoyed sitting down watching niggas just niggas just nigging but in a very nice peaceful right. communal way right. i'll start having some goofy ass like existential thoughts like look at these motherfuckers community vibing it energy and right. I don't know if this is me or this gin now, but whatever it is, this shit's good. Oh, and don't let there be food too. Oh, it's nasty. This is good shit. Ah, uh, if there's food, I'm really So to make always the fucking connection look to at look at who auntie you know, is that. That's somebody auntie. <laughs> he was looking around like, I was like where's she? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> where's she? That's when you know you you know you at that age. Auntie, yeah. Auntie's where? Yeah, where's she? Where? Mm-hmm. Auntie, somebody dark. No, I don't care about that. Nah, where am I at? Aunt, yeah, aunties just seem just just a funner group. Hey, auntie. Yes, <laughs> but no, I was listening to. So I just feel like you said it here before said a lot of things here before about, about about this individual. But you know what, man? Willard Carroll Smith Jr. Is it second or junior? Whichever one, man. I'm like, I got, I got like 45 minutes left of this nigga's book. That man was saying some shit. <clears throat> and what he was saying, kind of like, if I'm going to make a parallel out of this fucking uh, party scene thing and understanding why you go out, like the last little minute... He was like, like he goes through like all the ebbs and flows, goes through his life, goes through his trauma, gets real mental healthy. But he started talking about like the connection shit and the self-awareness shit and also just like the richest way to find enlightenment. And he was like, yeah, I went to the, he wasn't like stunting, but it just made sense. He was like, friend of his, I guess, goes to India for and does that 10 day, I forget what it's called, but it's like 10 days of silence. And like, because mm-hmm. in silence, you find silence your truth. Retreats. Yes, so he like does that. He's like, so for me, I'm Will fucking Smith. So he did 14 days at his home in Utah because- fucking millionaire but he got into the whole bag of like self-awareness and consciousness and communing with nature and finding the frequency and i was like that's the shit that i feel like niggas be touching on and don't know they're touching on yet and just be like as a unit everybody could really really even though i'm gonna go with my usual gripe 
because everybody, you know, I'm taking time to myself, working on me. You bitches are not. You niggas are not. You motherfuckers are posting stupid ass quotes and 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 reconfirming your horse shit because it's not the same. Like that nigga shit was honestly like because there's parts he even talks about like him and Jada where off the off top off the surface you'd be like, man, fuck her. And then the nigga that has the fucking unprecedented fucking shit to go. This was my part. I did this, this, and this. And I was like, fuck. Because I think I'm pretty, like, see both sides type nigga. But there was a, he, like, threw her this giant party. And, yes, as soon as you start reading it, you're like, okay, like, this is kind of a big ego statement. This is a whole lot of, like, I'm going to bend over backwards for my wife so she'll love me type shit. But also, I was like, man, if I did that shit and a motherfucker said, just cancel tomorrow, I will. Even though that was the thing that blew them up, he did like I was like, okay, well, because I was like, goddamn, I think you might think I'm a good nigga, but like, if he'd have ended that story with he just like, well, I like, closed it, and then we worked on it. It was a whole. As soon as I heard Will Smith saying like, fuck you, I was like, because fuck, man, I just need somebody like be a regular nigga. I was like, okay, okay, cool. This is a, a you upward are thing. You're you're regular like the rest. Of I was like, okay, this is an upward you know thing. You just continuously work on. All right, I could. Smoke a bag of that Cause I was like God damn nigga This is You real peaceful Cause I'm adding up The imaginary prices You ain't said no shit But the things you said Fuck I don't give a fuck If I'm a 20 million dollar And if somebody just go Well that was nice Bitch Ah What the fuck What We could've went to Chuck E. Cheese If you act like that Motherfucker Like And not even rented it out I mean just go Yeah But no he said this He said this bar Like um, like his therapist gave him a, like she, she had him do this whole. So after he does the fucking 10 day retreat, gets him a super therapist and Will Smith is fucking Will Smith. So he gets like the therapist's therapist. She's a, she's a fucking, uh, new age, blah, 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 Jungian. And I was like, oh, Hey, I like Carl Jung. I could do that shit. So comes in, does this whole thing about, I, I'm saying all this to say, I like how Will Smith frames his shit of really getting into why you do what you do, right. why we all do what we do. And I feel like motherfuckers look at that shit as like it being extremely difficult. That looks like so much work, but it's like, it ain't no more work than the shit people do regularly in the relationships. Like when motherfuckers talk about, I don't know, like you go through your partner's phone or whatever, or you check in all the, whatever bullshit that people do in relationships. It's like that same energy could be applied over here and work a lot Absolutely. better. Cause all of that takes way more effort than Tons. actually sitting with and dealing with <clears throat> your own shit. Like patrolling, micromanaging, supervising somebody else's shit that you have zero control over is way more exhausting and takes way more energy than you dealing with your own. The only issue is I want to keep up this image that I'm presenting to everybody else. So if I address my own bullshit, my plane comes crashing down. That's I don't, I don't pretty like much his journey, I guess. I'd rather shoot your plane down because you're a shitty pilot than crash my own shit because not only am I a shitty pilot, but my plane is shitty. I'm low on gas. I don't know where the fuck I'm going, and I'm just out here for no reason. Like The list can go on if I pay attention to my own shit. For yours, I can just point a finger and be like, eh. That was his shit because he was ta- going into the whole thing of like the way this shit works. Only thing about him and, and Jada shit, I think the things they say – and the things that they're trying to achieve are good. I feel like for them, though, they might have, to me, I'm just fucking spitballing. It looks like maybe, I don't want to say too little, too late, but it was like if you came in, I think if you come in the gate to a relationship with those concepts, you're really great as opposed to, I feel like they did a lot of years trying to do it the regular way and like moving into the new age shit. And it's like, because you know, like my thing is like when I see them on TV, you'll see, and this is just TV, I don't know if you motherfuckers live, so complete like i don't know this is not a true thing so suck a dick um <clears throat> you see like other couples you want to look i don't know fucking denzel and his wife right or viola davis and her husband they just like these motherfuckers be just smelling each other's asses like love when you see Jaden will to me sometimes it's like this my homie this my partner in them but they don't feel like in love yeah. and so it's like we agree to this yeah so it's like the idea is you find a way to be the buddy and then keep the romance shit. And the way he kind of explains it is if you would have came in the gate pretty much as it's not my job to make you happy. It's not your job to make me happy. You be a fucking cool nigga. And then you come here and the whole approach is once again, I just feel like we've been saying a lot of right shit. That's where it's, it's really where the fuck I'm headed with this because the entire concept in various words and phrases 
is he's like, regardless of the issue, approach. He even says it in there. He's like, even if your shit was only 10%, once you start really analyzing it, it's really probably 50% of what you did. If this motherfucker blew up, you said something or did something 20 interactions prior that built up to this explosion. Right. So, yeah, it looks now like it's 90-10. But if you look at, you know, if, if I never did that, like if Tony Stark never fucking, I don't know, makes Ultron or whatever, then we don't get Thanos. Like it doesn't happen. You did a thing that got this motherfucker here. Is that the big bad guy? Sure. But you did so you did fifteen separate things here that led to this one explosion. And I was like, Well, I mean, it's a fucking Google that, now. You go sticking with the with the Tony Stark analogy, this whole storyline is created simply because I sold weapons to people I shouldn't have been selling them to. And then the conflict of me trying to right my wrongs created this person. It created this superhero, which has gone on to create a number of different things. But it's not until I decided to face my own shit and right my wrongs that this entire storyline gets created. If Tony Stark didn't say, fuck it, they kidnapped me. I ain't making no fucking suit. Y'all niggas is going to have to kill me because it is what it is. Tony, man. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, man, you got it. Tony, man, they attacking, man. (laughs) I need a suit, too. I need a suit, too, man. Damn, I wonder if he, I mean, you you know, you can't really cry over spilt milk, but boy, did that nigga fumble that bag. Like, what he was arguing for, this is complete, this is a complete left, I'll come back to Will and shit, (laughs) but like... I don't know, nigga. Comic shit happened. Y'all will deal with it. The shit that, if memory serves me right, that he blew up about when that movie first hit, the fact that Marvel came back and said, yeah, we're going to super make fucking um, War Machine an amazing part of this. Like, what you really wanted, we're going to do that. Like, Iron Wars is happening, which is kind of a shout out to Patience if you just kind of shut the fuck up early. Because all Don (laughs) said was, yeah, pay me. And when you, I think, like, even his initial contract, obviously it's not, Tony Starks, because no. you're coming in and nobody fucking knows War Machine to now they're making a fucking di- pretty much a War Machine show. Like, yep. sure, Iron Wars is going to have everybody, but you know who the fuck we're coming to see? I'm actively coming to see War Machine. War Machine at the fuck up because Tony's dead. So, you know, who's the new fucking Iron nigga. It's fucking Rhodey. Not just that, but like, as far as black superheroes go in the Marvel Universe, we only have him right now. We got Falcon, but Falcon's <clears throat> slowly getting developed. And they're still making it so Falcon has to, like, earn his shit. Boy, right, they're still making mother- it to where he takes a backseat to the whole Captain America mantle. So as far as somebody taking the lead, like being in the front, Brody, you it? And you know what's crazy? Like, for Cap to have so much shit, Cap really don't have a lot of credits, yo. Cap with Cap had a World War II with it, and he comes back and like, oh, my God, fucking Captain America. Meanwhile, I'd have been like, hey, motherfucker, like, you really ain't done a lot more shit than the rest of us. You fought a bunch. You fought a war with a bunch of regular niggas, and you was a super nigga. Fuck you, man. I'm Thor. I've been fighting aliens for two hundred years, bitch. They made Captain America Jesus. Pretty he did much. Some shit, and then you disappeared for a long period of time, which I feel like that's your way of. Yes, he's he's superhuman. He can do all these things, but he couldn't beat a Cuba ice that froze him for all these years. You lying? He was racist as fuck. Y'all just didn't want us to know that he was racist as shit. So you tried to rewrite his whole history. Like I'm Black Panther. All of my all of the Dora. In case you didn't know, I know I've said this a thousand times, but I just like re-saying it. All of the Dora are potential wives. Like. They all have to have all of that shit to then potentially be that nigga's wife. And they would all dog walk Captain America. And I will fucking go to bat about that shit. All right. Did you see her like fucking just who the fuck gave you this arm pussy nigga? Like stop fucking playing with us. And I'm just. But they try to make it seem as if Cap can compete with Black Panther. Nigga, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I just want y'all to like. Shut the fuck up. But that that comes from people not really knowing and not following, but that goes back to the to the hey man, why y'all taking my spot, man? It goes back to him. I don't think he really knew and understood comic nope. books to the point where he like if you realize how much content they have, this has unlimited potential. Just sit here and wait your turn. It's gonna come. Yeah, cuz like you're the you're the secondary party to literally the fucking bedrock of this whole franchise. Like you just you really just got to chill just and wait. just, you know. Iron Patriot will come. Like, all you got to do is just like. Man. Like, Rhodey just, like, fucking Don just said, bitch, give me the screen time. Like, I don't care. Like, just, just, just keep me around, and when my time comes, I'll I'll do the rest. Like, when you're doing when you're doing your regular fucking Avengers roster, I'm not picking Rhodey to go fucking 
on the um time heist. Like that's not my he's not yeah. in my top, but you know who is? <laughs> fucking Don Shido, cause bitch played my motherfucking role. Just did my fucking portion, focused on me. Which brings me back to the Will Smith shit mm-hmm. of focusing on your fucking self and not being a goddamn uh finger pointing dick nose. Cause they're like the therapist the, this is a therapist bar. This is not even on no fucking my therapist told me. Yeah, therapy. this is not even on a like fuck you whole shit. There's a thing where he describes like they they start doing the shadow work and not stupid memes like y'all be posting like the real thing where you like really address your darker side and like bring it to the forefront. So they go through this whole phase of um, him talking about uh, wanting a harem. Like that was how the that was how the thing started. And he was like, "Yeah, I want Halle Berry and this many bad bitches." And so they spend like two hours, I guess, in a session. First of all, like. Think about do you know, I just want to know like you're how Will Smith like you could have a harem if you really want to you married Jada Pinkett in her prime like you could have that if you wanted it but you want to pick I want the top of the top of the top it screams ego oh yes this is where that's it this is where it gets nasty also sidebar in my mind I literally got a little half chub it was a little more than half chub thinking about how much a two hour session with Will Smith would fucking pay oh, oh my god especially if it's EMDR oh. Oh, if it's an EMDR session which I'll be working Fuck. on next just to kind of let you guys know you know that'll be in this upcoming year EMDR is going to be in there because there's not a lot of black people doing EMDR but Dude. I will be one of them and it's like they're automatic two hour sessions like it's not a it's not really a one hour thing. You can try to make it a one hour thing, but on average they're like two hour sessions. God, that shit was so. But yes, um, <laughs> damn, that was just like, I really had like a good thought yeah. about. I was like, fucking fuck, mm, man. Morning wood. Yes, a fucking two hour, and it was, and it, it wasn't. She wasn't even bullshitting him. It was just no. You were gonna get really real with this, anyways. Yeah, no, yeah. He comes. Oh, yes. Man. And she went to the house like it was like an at-home call type thing. So it's all private. Oh, if you do it weekly, oh, Ooh, right? is paid for the man. One client. Who's your client? Will Smith. And who? Will Smith, bitch. That's my client. That's it. That motherfucker could call me in the middle of birth. <laughs> like, like you really finna? Do yes. You want, do you understand after this kid pops out, like, you want to go on the whole fucking yacht trip? You know how that's happening? Because I listen to this motherfucker cry on my phone. Absolutely. So, so give me the epidural. Yeah. Put the sheet up so I don't have to see all this shit. Shut the fuck up and let me handle my client. Yeah. Like, just you get him look, out of there and look, I'll get him out of here. Do you have a nurse specifically at a hold of, <clears throat> look, I'm going to be here and I got us an extra nurse because this bitch's whole job is to hold this phone in my fucking ear while I'm, I'm, I'm doing two, mm-hmm. two at a time. Anyways, so it comes out, he's like, it comes out like it's 25 women and the woman makes a good point, like as she's leading him down this path to self-reflection that... Don't just get sexy, bitches. He's like, she's like, you're Will Smith. You have a lot going on for yourself. You want lawyers and you want, you know, Greek dignitaries and whatever the fuck else. So it comes out to this is 25 women that are super fucking important that are like completely changing the world. And the goal is she's like, all right, now you come Monday, you call all these women and you try to build relationships with them. Monday comes, Will goes, what the fuck am I doing? Gets super scared and shook. <clears throat> Ends up going back to his therapist. He was like, I don't want to hear him. She's like, absolutely. You don't want to fucking hear him. She's like, so what do you really want? And he's like, well, I figured, and he kind of just ties into the whole theme throughout the, throughout the um, book of him kind of bouncing through relationships. He's like, I really haven't had more than like 15 days single when I look at how all of my relationships worked. And it's like, I've been bouncing because I fear being by myself. And it's all been just like ego shit. Like he wasn't necessarily out here just like fucking these hoes. He had his time when he was just like chilling. But Absolutely. in general, it's like I go from relationship to relationship because if I'm alone, I'm by myself. I have to deal with myself. If I have to deal with myself, then I'm scared of that. Then he comes to the realization like, well, if I can't deal with me. Who the fuck else wants to deal with me? Absolutely. And then she said his his shadow self they called Mr. Fluffy because and this is this was the this was more or less the bar. It was something along the lines of like because he's a pleaser, which came from like Oh, okay. Because, which came from like, you know, trauma as a kid. His trauma response was to like, if I can make people laugh, if I can please you, then I can avoid the conflict. Right. He's avoiding conflict to the point that like, even if he's with his partner, like he'll lie to douse the fire. Right. And it turned into sometimes some of that shit turned into the happy wife, happy life shit. It's my safety net. And the therapist basically was like, you should never 
basically you should ne- as a man you should like you're looking weak like you should never go out of your way to just please your partner that is not your goal whether it's a hard yes or a hard wait, no wait 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 mm-hmm. don't gloss over that R- repeat that one more time oh no no okay no play it like, <clears throat> it's but he the she the therapist <clears throat> woman said you no. as a man yeah, no no, is, no 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 yeah it's not it's not us let let them let them hear it let them but why did you think you did i guess i felt if i had enough women i'd always be able to find at least one of them who like me as long as you're doing things for the approval of a woman michaela said you will never be free that is a descending hell. And I'll tell you, when a woman sees that she can bend you, she loses trust in you. We need you to be solid. We need your yes to be a yes and your no to be a your no. motherfucking no. As long as you are twisting and contorting mm-hmm. and selling yourself out for the affection of others, mm. you will always be untrustworthy. Michaela. Mm. Yes. That not not him, not any other man. Like just the importance of that statement, because sometimes hearing it come from other people, especially other people like if us, we say stuff like that on the show all the time. But oh, misogyny, you guys are no. But sometimes being able to hear it from somebody else that's a part of your community, as a lady folk, for any of the lady listeners, she's speaking to you. <laughs> To let you know that this shit that you be thinking like a man is supposed to be willing to do all this extravagant bullshit for you is super unhealthy. Sometimes you need to hear that from your peers, especially from somebody that's unbiased. But Side note, that's the shout out to therapy because you have somebody that's going to call you on your bullshit and give you an accurate adaptation of what you're really trying to do and how it's fucked up for your health. That's why you should probably see a therapist instead of talking to your friends or giving it to God. Deadass, his whole book is like really for that. Like if you wanted a thing to let you know, like maybe, you know, this mental health shit has a fucking thing. Like Absolutely. spirituality and like being like when even when he described like self awareness, how much of a process that is to shut the like sitting in silence, you're like forced to deal with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I know was it you or me? One of us said something on here one time where it was like almost like changing your perception is almost like putting inception on yourself. If you guys have watched inception, you know, he puts the key in and it changes the idea and the ideas. It's like one little thing that kickstarts a a wild chain reaction of fucking things. So even with that of like, like the whole, you know, shadow work thing basically is like my view of this is wrong. I should readjust that. And that's how the fuck you get to, or understanding like the underlying themes, like and like somebody might hear that, and I think everybody usually stops at phase one or what was heard and not what was meant, which I feel like is our issue, but it's okay because I be saying shit mass salacious, so it's people cool. react to what's said as opposed to interpreting and understanding and analyzing and dissecting what was said. I don't <coughs> like how this made me feel, as opposed to thinking. Why the fuck did I feel like that just from hearing that? That's it. That's the fucking, that's the goddamn, that's the shit. That's the one and the motherfucking two and three. I don't know how many people in this race, but it's all of them together. Like, cause that shit where she was like, like even that statement, I was like, holy fuck. Good. Cause I be feeling like I'm talking like in fucking riddles to people sometimes or to my goddamn self. But when she was like, like the thing she just said about if you are always, and that does not mean don't help and don't try to please your partner, but you can't do that shit to the extent of my entire worth is making this person happy. And this motherfucker is a goddamn sinking, uh, is a sinkhole. If their whole demeanor is please me, that's how relationships work. No fucker. And also if we're looking at, I don't know, man, if you are Don Miguel Ruiz or everybody likes the four agreements, like you're not being your authentic self. If you're like, bitch, I want to say no. Cause what you just said was dumb. And like you should learn that that shit was dumb. So and be able to walk away from it. Now that's where the accountability comes from a, from a person, because there's a lot of people that may you may recognize somebody says some unhealthy shit. You barely check it, 
but you're too afraid to walk away from it when you see said red flag or unhealthy thing. Like I understand being patient with people and working through people with certain things, but being able to check yourself, like why the fuck am I still here? Like that was enough to let me know that this is going to be a long ass journey. And I don't even know if I'm going to like the destination. So what's the point of me going through this? It should be better for me to go ahead and walk away. But no, like Will, I'm afraid of being alone. I'm afraid of sitting with myself. So I'm going to just go ahead and put up with whatever unhealthy mindsets or behaviors that I'm dealing with. Or I may continuously check them, but I'm not having a follow through. Yeah, because a lot of his shit was like, I'm just going to, you know, hunker down and, and stand in it. But it's like, I feel like there should be at least, <clears throat> if it's, you know, assuming this is a really honest telling, I think that in all fairness, there should be a, if Jada ever wanted to write her tell-all book and they need to, like, fill in the gaps. Because I understand Will's part, but I just, and it's not to give her any bail, but it's like, oh, okay, this is what makes a motherfucker be like that. Because I feel like some of her, she has a lot of, like, how do I say this? All about Tupac. I think that's a, yeah. Well, no, because like when you when they like when she, when they kind of get to discussing parts of their love and shit, like it was something I read the other day, and it was like the difference between a um, what are you stupid fucking terms? Yeah, I guess they're not stupid, but they sound a twin flame and a oh. fucking soulmate. If we're if we're gonna use the terms, um. Her and Pac, I would say, might sound like soulmates, and her and Will are like twin flames. Right. And the general difference is your soulmate is the motherfucker that you are like, like y'all are, that shit works, and you niggas are like this a loving, beautiful, whatever. Your twin flame is something just as beautiful, but your twin flame is what tests you to go, oh, this is the bullshit. Right. Oh, this is the bullshit. Oh, but it's a real fucking, it's cool. Y'all have like, it's that to me is that's the roller coaster. It's like, we fuck, we have great, and then it's like, this shit sucks. In the suck, you get a whole lot of lesson. But the soulmate is just like, it's, I guess, all the lesson and without the suck, go for it. This is gonna be good. Since, like, you can have your soulmate, but you'll be separate from a twin frame, right? According to the post, yeah. Thank you. Would that be like something advocating for poly relationships and having multiple partners? I guess it could. I mean, you you know, you work in the relationship space that you desire. I don't like. I don't know. That's something to process. Because like, oh, I found my soulmate, but you didn't find your twin flame though. So you still down one. You got another person to go. Or if you do it, even if you do it like how they did it, where it's like they the I think the tools that they use are kind of cool. I just don't know if they're the ones for each other, but I don't know. I'm not in their fucking relationship. Um, this but bitch like open like Pandora's box. Yeah, they do. Like you could tell there's parts in this shit where they're doing like long separations or they're just shit where like like even when Will did the fucking 14 day thing, he just left like he was just had 14 days to himself. So it's like if you're. Mm, was August if this at person the house during them 14 days, hmm? I said, was August at the house during them 14 days? I think that he falls in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't think we've gotten to that part, but like in their separation is where that happened. Cause like mm-hmm. they, they got past the part where he, they do the birthday thing and he's doing all these amazing, like, you know, they're just some real fucking textbook fairy shit, which does blow up that idea that, you know, you can do these things, but these things need to be authentic doesn't fucking. Yeah. They don't, it doesn't matter. So, Whatever her issues are with these grandiose things of ego and not being able to be accepting of, you know, certain lovey things and his fucking desire to be like, please fucking love me, bitch, I didn't got you, which I feel like maybe can speak to a lot of niggas. It's like, please love me. I bought you mad shit. Please love me. I've shown you whatever. But to me, sometimes I feel like, how do I say this? Because I feel like just in general, people kind of fuck that up requiring people to love you in the way that you love. Like, I think that we should be aware enough to be like, I understand that you're loving me at the same level that I'm loving you. And that's cool. Like we are equal in the fact that we love each other unconditionally to whatever. But if I'm a plumber and you're a fucking electrician, I show love by laying pipe. (laughs) Like (laughs) unclogging all the buildup, baby. Yeah, yo, I lay pipe. I, I, this toilet will never not run. The shower will always shower. The sink will always sink. This shit will be hot. It's going to be hot and cold is going to be cold. That is what the fuck I do. I show love and plumbing shit. 
you're an electrician. It is wrong of me to expect you to lay pipe. Now, if everything in this bitch cuts on and is bright, then you are you are laying wire at the extent that I lay pipe, and I should be able to, like, okay, I accept and respect that. Now, if you want to every now and again put a fucking sink in, I don't even give a shit if the sink works properly because you went completely outside your fucking ballpark. Mm-hmm. But it might be kind of wrong of me to expect you to be like, put that goddamn shower. Bitch, I'm an electrician. Like, that's what my part of this goal, like, why the fuck would you tell me to do that? Because right. you're not going to tell me to put no fucking wiring up. I don't know how to do that. I plumb shit. Or we can learn how to work together and create a bathroom. That shit. It's going back to the poly relationships. We can find somebody that's a contractor and finish the bathroom because we need an electrician, we need a plumber, and then we need somebody else to, like, build and caulk and all that other shit. So, like, we still need another person. But that's a whole other conversation for another time. Kind of. because kind of if you, that out there. But if you start out, like, if, you, if you're not a will... And you start out going, um, I'm my authentic self. I'm not a Mr. Fluffy. I definitely have a standpoint off of, because that's another conversation I've had where I think it's different authenticities. If you're a you and it's like, I like poly relationships for the genuine love of having and spreading this shit amongst just the just non the non traditional shit. I'm not really for it. I'm looking for genuine and if I'm genuinely loving two or three or intermarriage or however the fuck it works, boom. Being a Mr. Fluffy is a nigga who was like, Yeah, my bitch like bitches and I've had these bitches kiss each other's bitches. You don't really like the poly thing. You like the control of having two bad bitches, right. one on my buzz and one on my dick. That's not the same thing. You like being able to bolster your ego. Yeah, and then if we're talking about energy, if you even remotely, because y'all be talking about that shit, but don't flesh this idea out to its full extent, I'm bringing the bullshit into my home now because our entire dynamic is a lie. So we need to be able to be cool and calm and happy and free, and that's the fucking energy that fuels this home. But if I'm really fucking with the two of y'all, because I'm like a scared-ass bitch and I just need to have two bitches so I can look good in front of my friends, then my whole dynamic is full of shit. Now I do a lot of extra work to undo this. Things that I've been through personally, but I remember um, Jadena talking about that a while. I think it was a few years ago. He was talking about, you know, being polyamorous and being comfortable with it, but he's like, you don't know pain until your, your ego gets in the way of you seeing your partner love somebody else. Seeing them like kiss and hug and love on somebody else. When you can get past that, then you can understand like, no, I really actually love and care for this person to the point to where I'm okay with them sharing love with another individual. And it doesn't do any, my ego doesn't get triggered because I'm not possessive about it. It's still mine. I still get to share with this. I just don't get to possess it. I will say that like, that's one thing where like Polly in the space of really what you're saying, understanding it gets into unconditional love like a lot of our love shit is it sounds transactional like a motherfucker yeah it's like you know i love you in in the extent that you do this 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 and this for me as opposed to even the shit like will talks about in his book it's like the things that he he even says it we're doing an experiment on what unconditional love looks like like there is no and this don't mean this motherfucker like stomps your ass but it's like i love this person as an entire complete human being through and through. And we're trying to figure out how to be the best and most authentic versions of ourselves and kind of strip away all this, you know, bullshit. Like, you know, like, you know, as much as we talk about, you know, our grannies and uncles and whoever the fucks was doing it the wrong way and understanding the bullshit they went through, we are continuing to get back in the same car that they drove in and go the same route. And it's like, bitch, there's a plane we don't even really have to go to that destination. It ain't even cool over there. You could get on this boat and go across the fucking, you don't know what the fuck is over there. Besides probably like way better happiness. We just doing the same shit because I mean, probably getting on the boat is scary, but I mean like this sucks. So I don't know, man, scare me as opposed to fucking suck me in the way. I don't want to be sucked. <laughs> or combination of both. Balance is super important. Knowing how to be versatile as opposed to being one dimensional, which kind of goes back to you making a comment about like, People wanting to be loved the way they want to be loved, right? As you were saying that, in my mind, I got triggered. I'll be honest. <clears throat> I got triggered because I hate people talking about fucking love languages. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Like, I understand the conversation piece, but I just feel like people people fuck with love the way people fuck with God. And it's just, I need as many rules as I can to make this unfathomable thing really easy to understand. But it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be one dimensional. 
I like this, so that's how you should love me because that's my love language. Now, what's your love language? And I have this conversation with people all the time. Like, oh, what's your love language? We're just trying to make some pseudo-intellectual conversation. <laughs> They're all important. Yeah, but what's your, there is no one. If you break it down, they all have components of each other within it. Quality time. I can enjoy quality time. I can also enjoy a gift at the same time. Somebody can spend quality time with you and, hey, I brought some wine. I know this is your favorite wine and I came to spend time with you. Those are two different love languages being expressed at the same time. There's a culmination of all of these things. And you're like, oh, what's your one? No, there is no one. Do them all and understand how the other person has to understand them. Because we're how somebody likes something, giving gifts, that's it's not the same thing between the both of us. We both like giving gifts. Okay, but... I like Ferraris and you like somebody bringing you a plate of food. Like those are two different types of gifts that we're talking about. You don't even understand the spectrum from each of them individually, let alone understanding how to apply all of them at the same time. So like stop with the pseudo shit. Don't just dive into a one dimensional mindset. Say, no, all these things are important. Let me figure out how you need to understand all these things, how I can apply all these things to you. And then let me tell you how I can apply them to me. Hell, you may help me understand some shit that I didn't understand about myself. Pretty much. But see, that requires you to be open to the fact that how the fuck I've been viewing this is complete ass. Like, I am this way. Bitch, who says that shit is right? You know, that's just the type of nigga I am. You're a fucking idiot, Lavelle. You're afraid of progression, which is a red flag to me. That's just the way that I am means that you're afraid of change. So you're going to expect me to do all the changing for you. You know what Which I'm not going to do. You know, I thought about even in the sense of like Polly about how like when you say Polly is completely different from my other nigga said, because you just did the whole Jadena thing about like, which um, which sounds even in the ballpark of like intermarriage. Like we are all just whatever. Mm-hmm. A nigga be like, I like Polly with these two hoes. And it's like, hey, man, if we talking about it, like, you know, from the sense of equality, like what if it's just big love, man? Like if, you know. This couple and y'all, y'all not even swingers. Y'all are an intercouple. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, what the fuck that nigga finna do at the house? Like, I know for me personally, that's why I have never, like, pressed the poly thing. Because in my mind, it's even beyond sex. I sometimes think about how I would, like, share king of the householdness with, like, a, <laughs> a other nigga. Like, we could do whatever, but nigga, like, I'll have a conversation with my two wives about how to fucking maintain the household. And I'll take all their, well, T, I think, shut up, nigga. Like, cause I can fight you. Like, shut up. Like, I said the motherfucker painted black. Ain't no nigga finna tell me what I'm finna do in my house. They can say and hop and yell all the fuck they want. That's in my mind. Like, that's where my that's the one twig that I'm like, if everybody like fucking and blah blah blah, I could I could get around that. The uh, the thing of damn nigga, you ain't finna tell me what to do in the motherfucking place. I pay no bills at like shit. It's right. already these two niggas like telling me who the fuck is you, but but that's that's kind of the beauty of it, and like just sticking with the approach of not being one dimensional. <laughs> There's so many different ways that you can have any type of relationship. Monogamy says it has to be one particular way. When it comes to everything else outside of that, there's a wide spectrum of things that you can play with that are based on the comfort levels of you and your partner, which is what's most important. So if you just play with that, like, yeah, I prefer this because I know if I get triggered, like, I'll punch that nigga in the face. Like, I don't, who the fuck are you talking to? As opposed to somebody else that may be comfortable with it. Like, yeah, that's, that's my partner's boyfriend. And he comes and chill. Me and him have days where we come and kick it and we watch sports together, whatever. And I know he going to end up fucking my girl tomorrow, but you know, I get to go mess with my other girl as well. Like some people are comfortable with that, but at least you have the ability and the openness to say, let's figure out what works for us as opposed to like, ah, this is rigid. Let's find this one way that we're supposed to do it. And it's based on how I feel it should be done. And you have to conform to that, which is how a lot of us approach each other in relationship. Bars. Like, yeah, I just, I know I feel like I would, like, kill that in the whole ego space. Because it would just be like, yeah, we good. But, like, like even that one, like, that's my girl's boyfriend. Like, even that has the, like, that has the air of what I would have to have. Like, yeah, you could do whatever, nigga. But, like, we all know what this is. Like, like, I'm. 
I'm up top. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, you're cool. Like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to play you, but we know. We, I'm top bunk. Like, maybe. you know, this is what it would be all the time. Like, you remember when Thor walked on the fucking ship with Star-Lord? I'm the captain of the ship. And then I'd be like, of course. Of course of you course. are. Yes, you are. Of course. I will yes, call this hammer in, I will call this hammer in this, and tear this whole ship apart, nigga. Shut the fuck up. I can survive in space. But here's the funny part. So, like, <laughs> with me, what's helped me process that is whether you know it or not, that's already happening. For for most people, for most people that are dating, for most people that are single, whatever they, if you assume that everybody has multiple options and you may not always be the first choice in certain categories, you can say, oh, well, that's no different than dating. I will say for me, the caveat, at least in my mind, how it's worked before, because it's been people like say if I've had like um, friends of benefits shit, and we like we fucked with each other, like it wasn't like I. I feel like if you enter, I feel like that some some of that shit is hard to transition into. But if we start out as this is what the dynamic is, then I get to love this person without pouring the conditions on that we put on other shit. Like if you start like we are together, this, that, and third, you got to really be aware to not start to pour on the mine, 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 mine. If you start out the gate as that's why you should tell the truth because like if you start out the gate with I'm with the bullshit. That means this motherfucker has to buckle up and get on the bullshit train. Right. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, have a good have a good time, but maybe you should try that ride over there. Uh, it's be open to it, and I'll say it from the aspect of you don't know what you don't know. So being open to at least having conversations about things will help teach you some aspects about yourself that you didn't. You didn't even know that you could probably deal with or that you were probably already dealing with and just had no clue. I will say long gaming, too, because yeah. what what 18-year-old Tej said, fuck no to. 32-year-old Tej is like, bitch, do it right now. Right. So I would say, like, put that into perspective because we've been married for, we've been fucking with each other for this long. And 32-year-old, you was like, fuck no. When you get 42, you're like, I demand this shit every day. At 32, I don't know what the fuck I said at 32, but 42, I want that shit in the morning as soon as I put it right there. So I don't know, man. Hey, let, let, let your interactions with other people be played on. It can mold into whatever you need it to be, but if you neglect it long enough, that shit will harden up and it'll be no longer to be used. You want your shit to be malleable, to be moldable, take care of it, and just allow it to conform to whatever you need. Treat your shit like play and listen to Katronata because nigga it's smooth and wonderful it makes your nipples perky this motherfucker hasn't missed in the last whatever he's dropped for the last however many years fucking he choose one of the collapses that's it nigga just listen to it and see y'all listen to it as much as you listen to us Stay listen up, to us more. You know what actually And stay your ass on this motherfucking app and on the motherfucking YouTube because keep a thousand coming on after us and I don't hear no shit bitch Ha, ha, ha.